0: There, everyone, it's Lisa Leitner with Don't IEP Alone. Uh, good morning, even though you may not be listening to this in the morning. I record them in the morning and they're published in the morning. Um, as I said, I'm Lisa Leitner from a day in our your best online resource for IEP assistance. And now, with a relatively new podcast, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope if you are a dedicated podcast listener, you know, for other podcasts, that um, that mine isn't too rudimentary for you. Um, I'm very new at this. I'm just learning the editing and all that fun stuff. And, um, you know, I'm a one-woman show over here. I, I don't have a lot of money to pay people to do things for me, so I have to learn it all on my own. And I'm learning the podcast stuff. But, That's not what you came here for. You came here for IEP assistance. And today I wanted to talk about things that you can ask for on your IEP. Because a lot of times moms come to me with, um, you know, their suggestions of, I think my son could use this. I think my daughter needs this. Can I ask for this? Can I ask for that? Can I ask for, can I ask for? Um... And the short answer is you can ask for anything, right? I mean, you can. You can ask for whatever you want. You can ask for all kinds of stuff. And I've seen parents make outrageous requests for which they had no basis. And I've seen schools do a lot of creative and out-of-the-box thinking to see that kids' needs are met. So it goes both ways. But bottom line is, yes, you can ask. You can ask for anything. However... IEPs are needs-driven. If you go back to the podcast on present levels, and I told you then that present levels is the section that drives the IEP. Present levels is the section that should have all of your child's needs listed. So if you don't have a need for it, if the need isn't defined in present levels, then chances are you're not going to get it. Um, the other piece is that sometimes, um, I don't say how this, say this politely and somewhat politically correct, um, you have to understand that schools, when, when teachers are in college and they're just, our colleges, there's a huge disconnect between what teachers learn in college And what actually happens, you know, where the rubber meets the road as far as IEPs and working in a school and developing and administering IEPs. There's a huge disconnect. Um, And most teachers that I've talked with will tell you that what they learned in school regarding IEPs and what actually happens day to day is, it's not even close. So what ends up happening is that You follow your leaders. You follow the veteran teachers who have been there for many years before you. You, of course, have to follow your administrators um, because they're often your bosses um, and supervisors. And then you have to go along with what your union has determined is, is what they want to accept as practice. So... It's not necessarily done with malice, but what happens is that school employees just kind of get into this rut. As this is how we do things, this is the way it's done here, and stuff like that. Most of the time, it's not with malice. It's just that this is this is how we do it. It's worked for us so far, so this is what we're going to do. My point is, when you ask for something a little um, unconventional, a little out of the ordinary, a little out of the box thinking. Um, it just may be received in different ways. You might have a creative, progressive, out-of-the-box thinking team who is just on board immediately and says, oh, my gosh, that's a great idea. I don't know why we didn't think of that. Um, let's do it. Or you might be met with uh, a lot of resistance and, hey, this is how we do things here, and first we try this, and first we try that. Um and how you proceed is up to you. You always have your procedural safeguards. You know, you can reject their offerings and and use your procedural safeguards to try to get other things. Um, or you can try it. You can try what they're offering. It's up to you. Um, but you can ask for anything. You just have to make the case that it's what the child needs and that this is how the child is going to achieve their goals outlined in the IEP. And you should probably have some reasonable expectations or data as to why what they're offering is not going to work. And you know, fact is you might have tried what they offered for six or 12 or 18 months and it's not working and then it is time to try something new. Um, I would say if you have good data and what you're asking for is reasonable, and, you know, there's a lot of evidence-based stuff out there that you can look up. Um, and if you have reason to believe that your child is going to, you know, make progress this way, ask for it. Just go about it, use the process, um, and again, have the data, and have the paper trail that this does meet your child's needs that are defined in present levels, and it will help them achieve their goals. Um I always try to take a collaborative approach. You know, you'll always catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. So I would try to, you know, stay away from negativity as far as um, keep it focused on the child. Not like your ideas stink. And, you know, hopefully nobody would walk into an IEP meeting and say that. But, you, you know, it's not just a matter of, oh, hey, what you're doing here sucks and it doesn't work. But from a really clinical standpoint of, okay, we've tried this for two semesters and my child isn't making progress, so I believe that we need to approach this differently. Um, and I think you, you know, when it comes down to it, I think I think teachers want to help our kids. A lot of them, like I said, get stuck in ruts and it's just a matter of, hey, this is how we do things. Um, they're unsure of how the IEP process Works once they get into a new school. So they just kind of follow along with what's being done around them and what they're being told to do and so on. So that's all I have for today. Today's a short one. Um, but this the question of can I ask for this is not as simple as yes or no. But if you get your ducks in a row, yeah, go ahead and ask for it. If you need more information, you can always visit shoes.com. On there, I also have links to the Facebook page and the Facebook group. And of course, you can follow this podcast on pretty much all the major podcast providers. And hope to see you around soon.
1: me my way, it's on my way, it's on my way.